Welcome to Writer Syndrome, a podcast about writing from start to finish. This episode's topic, we're wrapping up our story beats, story beats act three. Joining me as always, I'm Russ Capasso. Joining me as always is Tim Lenny. I almost introduced you before me. What is going on there? I take uh, top billing today. I know. Alph- alphabetically speaking, last name, I should be coming first. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, act three. So uh, how did you feel about your act three? I'm going to start off like we're after that little question, then we'll get into the, the beats. But how do you feel? We both had tough act threes to get through. I'll tell you, act threes are front of mind for me right now. One, because I'm... Yeah. Um, getting closer to rewriting mine again. And uh, I've just, I hate them. I yeah, don't I'm... like them. I don't like writing them and I don't like reading them. And I <laughs> really don't like watching them. Um, they are my least favorite act. And when they are done well, yeah, it's like magic to me. It's like, you don't even know you're in a third act when they're done well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I initially, I, I always had my ending in mind. Um, my third act was like this kitchen sink monstrosity yeah. of characters all of a sudden acting differently to get to certain situations. It just wasn't it wasn't planned enough. So I yeah. didn't feel great about my act three. Yeah. Um, how about yours? How was yours? You had some problems, didn't you? Yeah, I had total problems. With that I think we 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 say this a lot before you get into it, making sure you know you know where you're going to end up at the very least. Uh, my act three was I had and, no idea, and why why you're going to yeah. end up there, and yeah, why exactly. it makes sense for the character. Yeah, hundred percent. And I I definitely didn't have my act three like secured, so I had some ideas of what it was going to be. Uh, I didn't know how far to go with it. Uh, like giving any spoilers away. Uh, so it was kind of a mess. The first two drafts. I think once I did this. You know the story beats kind of exercise i kind of had some little more direction um and i at least mm. knew where the care <laughs> oddly was like I, I knew where the plot was gonna go i had no idea where the characters were gonna end and then and then i had a problem of like well actually how is the plot gonna go and then i knew exactly where the characters should be <laughs> uh kind of this weird separation of the two things and uh but yeah it was, it was kind of a mess to start but i feel pretty good about it now I've had some feedback from from folks already about about my my third act. Some are like some actually said it was a little uh, anticlimactic, and then some said it was like they really liked that they liked how it wrapped up, and they liked that there was some threads open, but but that like the main the main piece did kind of have like an ending to it, which I was like, okay, that makes me feel good. Anticlimactic? Did they did they expound upon why? I guess you don't want to go into too many details, but was it just not to I the think, scale they were expecting? I think so. Uh, I I mean, I think I set up some maybe some lofty stuff in the beginning uh, in the first two acts and mm. the one of the biggest things I've gotten feedback from from a lot of people says that it just moves once you get going it just like it paces along so I think uh, there's expectations I'd set with the first two acts uh, and the and the characters and where they're moving along but that's you know that's only one person out of the millions that have read it so far <laughs> 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 the millions who have read it and haven't given me feedback well you got like 20 reviews on Amazon don't you yeah 20 reviews four and a half stars still hanging on Whew. Pretty, pretty I good. gave you a four star, bud. Ugh. I'm bringing that down. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you, though. Uh, all right. So the, the act three story beats. Um, where do we leave off? So act two, we end with the dark night of the soul, right? This is where like just to kind of a refresher recap. Um, where is our hero at this point going into act three? This is pretty much them. Dark night of soul is their reaction to like they've everything's hit the bottom, hit the bottom floor, right? Um, it's kind of a dark night of soul is a reaction beat to that kind of them breaking through to somewhat of a resolution right and that's leads you into the break into three yeah this one was so hard for me dude yeah like just (laughs) because it felt so forced (laughs) yep you know like from like your lowest of low your character is like in the bottom of the drain yeah and then 
then there's the epiphany. Yep. Right. Like then they figure out for some reason what they need to do. Yep. Having a scene that has that wide of a range for me was difficult. And I think that's, it's not always that wide. Like sometimes it's very subtle, but I brought my character so low mm. that it felt like she had to like ah, this climb and claw. Like it was really hard to get her out of the, the pits of despair yeah. that I put her in. Yeah. So it felt trite. It was like, well, did I, did I earn this? You know? And then what I, what I did, I kind of retrofitted some things a little mm -hmm. bit to make the dark night feel relatable i sprinkled some things in act one and act two to build upon yep to kind of make it tie together so it didn't seem out of left field but like now they've got the solution now they know how to be the best character they can be yep that it's kind of been teased throughout it's probably what like theme stated is probably part of that right yep. like yep. going all the way back to our act one beats but it was difficult that was it was a difficult part for me because it really felt like it's where you can see the creator like i say it all the time i love the idea of collaborative experiences with writer and reader and suspension of disbelief and going on a ride and going on a story and this kind of excuse to not worry about your life and think about a, a story yeah but then when you draw attention to you being a creator or the author all of a sudden becomes apparent whether that be through fancy language or too much assonance or sibilance or whatever yeah you're just using too many of your tools to draw attention to how cool you are or if all of a sudden, like something just seems ham fisted and it, and that's what, that's one of my complaints with act three is that like act threes often have characters act like caricatures of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, they lose nuance. And so then it feels like a story and they feel like artistic choices by a creator. And then I'm no longer invested in the story. Yeah. And that's a long way of saying that that's, that's why I have a hard time with my own act and um and in general with like novels and and, and movie act threes which we'll talk about you know at the end of this because i've got act threes to complain about oh, on deck. oh i love it i love it <laughs> spoilers coming so stay tuned yeah i i uh my my problem with my break into three which happens around the 80 percent mark right um i don't think i put my my characters through enough of a ringer i didn't bring them down enough my first couple drafts uh again they were just kind of floating through later subsequent drafts so i started kind of pulling them all down and then when they all got together uh, and it started feeling like okay this, this feels a little bit better from a storytelling perspective instead of things mm -hmm. just happening so but yeah i mean i guess this is the moment right like you said it's kind of the aha moment we fix all their problems and from act two and but also themselves right i kind of feel like and this is my own critique here i yeah. love the save the cat stuff but i feel like the distance between beat 12 and beat 13 mm -hmm. is too big there needs to be like a 12.5 and i don't know what that is because i'm not jessica brody and i'm not <laughs> smart enough to come up with it but there is something in between these two acts that i don't know like it needs some kind of connective tissue right there needs some something and but yeah, yeah. the break into three and it's typically aha a moment typically it's just a scene right it's just or a single chapter kind of a single moment but this is the moment the character changes dude like they're yeah. they become the best version of themselves they go from yeah. the worst version of themselves yeah. to the best versions of themselves in a few pages yeah <laughs> you yep. know? Like, yeah and it's tough that's tough because like, i think that that's i think you're right because like yeah this is where they recognize their flaw and they know how to fix it right and they you know they realize that it wasn't you know it wasn't other people that need to change it was always them i understand why you don't like act threes because 
this this moment because it is so short and kind of quick like having that light bulb moment can feel a little ham-fisted and it's not just true like, to life it's like everything yeah. else feels like it's kind of maybe yeah. lifelike and this is where it's fiction dude like yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. nobody has a break into act three in no. life well they do but sometimes it takes them like years <laughs> to, or they know, have or maybe they have multiple ones right because yeah. i don't know it's not like you have an aha moment and you become the best version of yourself no at least not for very long and i guess that's the fiction right i guess it's probably what people latch on to but like oh you can change and be the best version of yourself forever <laughs> whereas like i know from experience like you can change for a couple months and then you revert to the same <laughs> old heap that you were beforehand <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's so true. <laughs> so cynical. <laughs> it feels it to me, though. I mean, I guess that's the that's the promise of of at least genre fiction. You know, yeah, yeah. that things are simple. So that rolls into because this one's got a, co- a couple subbeats. It's so that rolls into the finale, right? This is like the the this is it. This is like the big the big moment, the climax, pretty much, right? This is like the eighty to to ninety nine percent of the book. This is this is this is it. The heroes like prove they've learned, you know, the theme and 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 acts like a plan they've created and into from you know break into three. They've got this plan to defeat the enemy or whatever that is and get over their flaws and conquer conquer the world here, you know. Um, and then kind of how this ends is like the heroes' world is saved and it's also a better place than it was before. Like that's kind of the general idea for the finale where the, the hero storms a quote unquote castle, right? Yeah, right. So if they break into three, they know what they need to do and and they know what they need to do they knew who they they know who they should be and the finale is let's see if that's right like are we like let's let's put that to the test are are we that are we good enough to get through this finale and uh, this one's broken down and the book is broken down into five like sub beats which is almost like almost a mini version of of like a lot of the other Mm. beats in here right because there's a lot of Again, all this is about having cause and effect and having some type of reaction to a previous beat. So you get that kind of roller coaster of emotion and a character changing. So um, I'm curious before we get dive into them. So there, there's five of them. Um, I'll go through them real quick and then we'll get it, we'll dive into them. But there's gathering the team, executing the plan, the high tower surprise, you know, dig deep down, and then execution of the new plan. Uh, did you did you find these subbeats like helpful? in here so very so this is very weird i talked about before not doing enough planning in advance but some of the beats came naturally yeah these ones were already there yeah okay yeah like i i've i think having seen so much genre (laughs) fiction over the years like they're just ingrained yeah like i had like my a team moment you know i've got the you know storming the castle stuff and executing the plan and the i had the surprise you know like it just it was it was present. Yeah. I had to refine and fix and move some things around a bit, but yeah, it was. Um, I was surprised. Yeah, just that, that they came out naturally. Mine didn't because I didn't have the third act. Was my third act was so weak for so long for so many drafts. So, um, there were I, I think I had like bits and pieces of them, but I didn't have it like a nice cohesive kind of uh, all together here. But th- th- this definitely helped me um, having these, these sub beats to break it down yeah. and really think about it. And I was like, oh, okay, I can now see what I need, where I need all these characters to go and where they need to be. So I think it was probably because having like 80s movies in my head, especially <laughs> yeah. like kids on bikes movies, like Amblin, yeah. Goonies things. Yeah. They follow this by like, like, by like it's a script here. You know what I mean? Like it's a script. See. It's like the same, even if like it follows, which I love. It's a great horror movie. follows these exactly yeah like these beats are and uh, in prep when i thought this was going to be a screenplay i read through nightmare on elm street which does this i read through it follows it does (laughs) this so 
Yeah. It was just part of the DNA of this from the beginning. So diving into each one of them. So the first one is gathering the team, right? So they've got this plan. They're going to storm the castle, right? Uh, gathering team is, I mean, pretty much as it sounds, right? You're gathering your allies, you're getting, gathering your friends, or you're making amends with characters that you've lost, like maybe an act two, right? Yeah. Uh, to, to have them yeah, help That was you. a big one for me because like yeah. during the All is Lost um, and the Dark Knight of the Soul, nobody wants to be around my character. Yeah. <laughs> like amends need to happen. Like yep. they are the worst version and, me, and, and, you know, bonds of friendship are broken or at least challenged significantly during that time period. So, and it's a great and spot the where they, the team. and that's a great spot where they can learn their, the theme, right? Like that's the moment where if they have to amend something with another yep. character, that's them literally calling out the, the, the flaw that they've had and, and fixing that. So, um, totally. and then next one of that is executing the plan literal or figurative storming of the castle. This is the moment with the friends, if necessary, right? Sometimes the friends are going to be sacrificed like during this, sta- this stage. So maybe the hero has to face whatever they need to get through by themselves. They're like their flaw or their enemy. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this is also the one where it's the crazy plan moment. Like, how are we going to pull this off kind of thing? You'll see that in like every movie and every story. Like, how is this going to work? There always happens to be a convenient sewer or yeah. an unlocked <laughs> yeah. grate, you know. <laughs> There's little literal plot holes for people to crawl into where they need to be. <laughs> yep. It's a it's a pretty yeah, it's a pretty obvious one once you once you start seeing it in movies, it's just like, oh yeah, okay, this is this is it. We've 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 got all our weapons together, right? We're... So and so based on beta feedback, I had to reduce like during this kind of during this section, during the executing of the plan, I like had such a kitchen sink approach. I had like <laughs> costuming and you know government and i just had i had a lot of stuff i I, I like i overdid it and um i reduced and refined a little bit just to simplify what was happening but like my a my a team montage was ridiculous (laughs) like way too long (laughs) i mean those are fun though (laughs) yeah i still kept some of it it's just not as absolute ludicrous as it was so this is so this is where the the, the it's a, it seems like a crazy plan and it's going to work right and it, maybe it is it's it's even working uh, but until you get the the next beat subbeat here the high tower surprise and this is basically where the plan fails in some capacity right this is this would be the reactionary beat to executing the plan um, enemies maybe have lured their heroes into like a trap or something but everything's going mm-hmm. along nicely and you've got this this something that just has gone wrong is completely destroying the plan that they have maybe friends are getting you know knocked off left and right um so this is just like again kind of like a mini catalyst in a way things have gone wrong again or something's going to change we have to come up with a new plan and your your world's going to change again like a smaller kind of micro version yeah it's like it's a catalyst that now your character is ready to face is the correct version of themselves right it's like they're ready for it but yeah there needs to be something that challenges them where they dig deep down um <laughs> well done Lead, leading into the next beat <laughs> Again, another reaction beat to the high tower surprise. Uh, this the cause and effect here. Um, here is defeated yet again, defeated right. So it looks back against the wall. This is kind of like almost all is lost in a way, right? Uh, there's no way to win. There's no hope, no plan. Uh, this is the moment where John McClane's in the you know he's in the bathroom pulling the glass out of his foot maybe, and you know I got I got this crazy plan. I see the you know the duct tape, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no hope, but what can what, what can save them is something they couldn't do like the rest of the story, right? This is like their flaw that was holding them back from doing something that would change change their way and change the everything about them, right? It's it's the theme of the story is this this moment here that they kind of like, eh, okay, let me use this thing to overcome overcome my own flaw, but then kind of take a leap of faith to solve solve the problems and win the day. 
And I'll say mine's a little a little too literal here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you mean. These subbeats for me, I don't th- I think I hit them kind of sort of. I'm thinking through for each of my characters. It almost was like I had them three characters kind of come together and I kind of put them through these together. Um So you didn't so I know for your next book, right? Because I'm actually looking at your beats right now. <laughs> yeah. Um I know you're planning with these in mind. Yes. With these sub beats in mind. Yeah. Um did you plan out these beats for your first novel? I don't think these sub ones I did. Um, I think I did more. I, I think I, I, I definitely use them, but I didn't have specific scenes like, you know, tagged to them. Um, mm. They're there bits and pieces. I feel like I've got the executing the plan, gathering the team kind of sort of. I think that happens earlier, um, but definitely executing you the plan. Have to yeah, I think you've got a gathering the team. Um, I'm like trying to think of my own ending here now. Uh, the high tower surprise. I do have that. It's not as, I don't think it has enough of a punch, but I think it's, it's enough based on the, like the plot, what's happening. I didn't want it to be too ridiculous, but yeah, I think using these this time around, I feel much more kind. You know, what's nice about this is using these before writing. Uh, it just, it really helps you lock in what this, what the ending is going to be. Did you have, did you know your ending? Your, did, like when you started writing, did you know your ending? No, it was the worst mistake. I, I had like where are a, your spreadsheets now, huh? I, I know, right? I know. <laughs> I just wasn't. Con- I had an ending, but I wasn't confident in it, and I didn't like it. But I was like, I need to just power through and continue writing, and maybe it'll come to me. That was that's not a yeah. good idea. <laughs> I mean, I'll I was, tell you, man. For like, for me, the the best endings are the ones that surprise me, mm-hmm. but then in retrospect, could not have ended any other way, mm. right? Like. And it, I think it's really hard. And I think that's why yeah. they're very few and far between. But I, I love the surprise. Yep. And then knowing like, but that was the right ending for these characters. Because obviously there's artistic choices. You can go left or right. You know, you you can choose to end how you want. But when it feels like, when it really ties back to the beginning and it ties back to your themes and your character motivations, yet still doesn't feel like it's on the rails. Like that's why act threes tend to bore me, right? Because you know, even without knowing the beats, you know the beats. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, your character is going to get beaten up and you know pretty much how it's going to end as soon as as soon as break into three begins. For yeah. me, I'm like, I could leave the theater most of the time. I could close the book <laughs> most of the time. Probably the most upsetting thing about long form television to me is that um how long it takes to get to crappy endings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we get the last one, the last sub here, right? As part of the finale, they've dug deep down and they've got a new plan now, right? And this is, they put together this new bold plan and it, and it works. This is basically the, them solving the, solving the crime, defeating the bad guy, kind of like the big climax of everything. Right. And then that's it. And then we land on the final image, the final beat. Yeah, I mean, execution of the new plan. Sorry. Now that I'm kind of going back, but that yeah. is the, like the literal climax. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the peak of the mountain there. That's it. That's the, the peak of the mountain. Well, I guess it's the literal finale. Climax is probably the wrong word. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's it. That's that's it. We've done it. We've won. Defeated the monsters, and now we're at the final image, which is the last scene of the story. This is going to be the mirror to the opening image. It shows the hero in their new world. It's kind of like an after snapshot snapshot of what their world looks like now that they've you know saved it and or solved their own flaw, gotten through that single scene hopefully hopefully both honestly right like yeah Yeah. i mean if there's a world saving instance i say both just making sure that you know the character has changed because solving the world's problems is is different than solving 
the characters. You'll always be solving the characters, I guess. It's right. no um, matter what kind of book you're telling. Right. Um, it's kind of interesting with the final image. I'm just thinking about mine. I think mine was in a, originally was in a different spot. And my editor was like, this doesn't feel right where it is. I think I actually had it like two scenes or something like before my wrap up, like wrapping up all the other characters. Or I forget mm. exactly where it was placed and it just wasn't fitting or I had it somewhere else. Maybe I even had it like, I don't, I don't remember where it was, but it wasn't in the right spot. It might've been actually, you know what it was? It was the opening, I think of the book. That's what it was. My original like quote unquote final image oh, yeah. was like, yeah, I had it and like, I really loved the scene that I wrote and I had it in the very beginning and it just didn't fit. It didn't fit right at all. And I, my editor was like, yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't need to get into the action. This needs to go somewhere else. And I was like, I think I know where, and it fits perfectly as the last scene of the book. And it's like, Oh, interesting. This, this is my final image. This is the opposite of my opening image of my main character. And it's like, Oh, this like is perfect. Poetry. Yeah. And I put it there and like kind of, rewrote it a little bit and tightened it up and she was like oh this is this is perfect it's kind of funny where that was the opening of the book and became actually the end of the book so my final image is a little elongated yeah because i have it you know in the story proper it's there and then i stretch it a little bit into an epilogue mm. just a smidge which teases more stories to tell and whether that's the reader telling them to themselves you know exp- imagining the world or or a direction i may go in the future so that's it that's all of the beats we did them we did them. Three podcast episodes, three acts, deep dive, fifteen beats. I feel changed for the better. Hey, if you are fascinated by these beats and all these these episodes, definitely pick up the Save the Cat writes a novel. If you're working on a novel or mm. writes a screenplay, like I think we we're both big fans of it. So highly recommend. Yeah, huge fan. To to get if you're looking for a little bit of structure that doesn't feel too intimidating, but gives you a little more deep dive than some of the other ones are just like, have an act one, have an act two, have an act three. The it just end. demystifies <laughs> everything, right? Like it gives yeah. you the the recipe for a book and then yeah, you can experiment on or you can iterate upon a little bit, but it's just such a nice yeah, outline template, you know. But be forewarned, if you're not planning on writing anything, but you read this book, just be ready that every movie you watch, TV show you watch, maybe yep. ruined <laughs> or more yeah, interesting. I mean, it, it depends on how you look at it, but I find it fascinating when I start, when I start picking out the beats while I'm watching something like, Oh, yep. Oh, that's what this is. And I love it when I can't, I love it when I don't notice them when I'm watching or reading yeah. and then I pick them up afterwards. Yeah. I, 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 I try my best to shut my brain off the first time I'm watching something. And if I really like it, then I'll rewatch it and like start thinking of like, you know, how does it break out into these, into these beats? But yeah, it definitely will. Uh, then it'll hit you in the face with like a really <laughs> rainy all is lost and dark night of the soul like oh damn it <laughs> it's I raining know where we are it's raining everything must be lost <laughs> so that's it what have you been watching or reading Whew, let's see um and how bad were all their third acts reading i am actually just finishing up you know i i started reading this forever ago and i put it to the side um the deep by nick cutter um, oh yeah which yeah. i kind of faded on because um it's it's fine it's not bad at all he's a talented writer um it just wasn't was that what i was expecting after the troop so i've gone back to that it's just kind of like a light easy read still reading lord of the rings to the kids we're into uh two towers and i just finished watching silo which is based (laughs) on a book series yep based on wool based on wool which is a self-published author initially and 
It was a short Huge story. Success I think. Story. I think it was like a yeah. novella size almost, or it was short the the first book, and then he expanded and it. And he expanded it out into yeah. a much larger world. So I can't speak to the novel. I haven't read it. I mean, and and kudos to that author for living the dream and getting his stuff out there. I can speak to the Apple TV show and say oh, that it, no. it was disappointing. Hey, <laughs> um, can't was, please everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people. It was like, talk about like seeing how the sausage is made and writing yourself into corners and just having characters act ridiculous to get out of situations or, or, or building a certain world in which it's so almost authoritarian and then ignoring it, ignoring the control aspect. So a lot of convenient plot choices. Okay. And a lot of heavy-handed character motivations. And, and a lot of unbelievable character transformations. And it was just like, through almost every episode, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> like, and I kept waiting because it's a mystery box yeah. show. It's like Lost. you know, It's like a Lindelof jam or a J.J. Oh, no. Abrams joint where it's like built around a mystery. So it's like... What's going to happen at the end? What's the reveal? Because you know there's going to be a reveal. Is, yeah, it, is yeah. it the one that's telegraphed? Is it something different? So I stuck through it because of the reveal. And um, I was so upset that I just went to Wikipedia I, I and read the upset. rest of the book summaries. I was like, I'm just going to read all the book summaries so I don't have to waste any more time. I, it's funny. I can tell when you're upset with like a movie or a show or a book. When you text me and you'll you'll give me like a three or four texts in a row, just like just <laughs> just anger. And then and then and then you'll give because I can tell when you're really angry when you then apologize because sorry, just see it. Go ahead and just still see it. <laughs> well, I don't want to ruin it for you. Right? Yeah, I know. But I was like... <laughs> it's just like I can tell like because sometimes you'll be like, ah, I don't like this. And you just give me one text. But if it's like three or four in a row and then an apology, I'm like, oh, he's he's not happy with how this ended. <laughs> because, I, you know. I was a critic, you know, I, I reviewed movies and, and books and, and music when I was a kid, like when I was in my 20s. And there is something empowering and rather naive about being a critic and defining yourself by not liking stuff. And as I've gotten older, I don't want to like I, I want to define myself by the things that I enjoy. And I want I want to surround myself with people I enjoy and art that I enjoy. And if things I don't, I'm just going to be like, I want to be like, I'm glad that you made art. And it's out there and it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, But but I'm not perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes it just, it's frustrating. Sometimes it's frustrating. Um, And I can't, once again, can't speak to the book. It could be completely different. I can speak to some of the the acting decisions and the editing decisions and the plotting decisions in the show. Yeah. And having just watched all foundation, which had its own bits of plot armor and ridiculous choices, I still enjoyed it. I could yeah. still kind of suspend disbelief. Yeah. And it didn't, like, this made me angry. I was, like, upset. It's funny because you texting me that and being, like, how upset you were with it. I'm, like, now it makes me want to watch it more. <laughs> <laughs> I could be out of line. I'm, like, well, you now know? I want to see how bad it is so I can either, you know, shit on it with him or... <laughs> and, like, and maybe that's the worst thing. It's not. It's not terrible. It's just tepid. And it's consistently yeah. tepid and it always feels like a show and it never feels like a story. Well, I'm still going to give it a shot. You, uh, anything else you've been, you've been watching, reading? No, no, I think that's it. That's How about it. you? Um, let's see. Reading. I was kind of slow. I've been slow lately, but I just finished actually this morning. I finished the, the world we make by NK Jemison, who I, I think I've said her name a million times on our, our she's this, awesome dude. Um, and I just finished that today. It's a, it's the sequel or part of the, the duology. Is that a, just a two book trilogy? Duology, yeah. Um, of the the great cities. Uh, the first book I really loved. The second book 
it was good. I still enjoyed it. Uh, it was a little bit tougher to get through. I think that's why I was a little slow to reading it. Um, still enjoyed it. Definitely like the ending. I could see all the beats here that were in there, like the gathering the team, mm. executing the plan, the high tower surprise. I was like, in my head, I could see them like clear as day. I was like, oh, oh okay. All right. Okay. Do you um, think that's because of your familiarity with the beats or because of the heavy handedness in which it was executed? I think a little bit of both. I think okay. a little bit of both, uh, a little bit of both, but still really enjoyable. Um, definitely recommend the, the books to read and uh, I'm going to try another series she's got uh, soon. Other books, actually, I'm starting um, an old coworker of mine. I went to his book event last night in here in, in Brookline, at, uh, Brookline Booksmith, and uh, it's called Beholder by Ryan LaSala. Uh, and uh, yeah, he used to be an old coworker of mine. He was doing this event here, lives down in New York, and this is his fourth book he's put out. Oh, good um, for him. That's like awesome. a YA, YA, um, YA horror. Pretty excited to check oh, that out. Very cool. Check it out. Yeah. yeah, I grabbed it last night, so I'm going to start reading that. Yeah, good luck. Good luck to him. But yeah, that's been about it. I haven't watched uh, really much of anything. Oh, I've got one more third act to complain about. Bring it. Let's do it. I always do this, right? It's just like my yeah. text. It's like I, I have yeah. it, and then I think of one more thing when you're trying to end the podcast. Yep. You can, you can edit this out later. I went to the theater to go see The Creator, uh, which I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Um, big thumbs up. And I mean, it's not making a lot of money. Um, I hope it does. I love seeing original sci-fi on the big screen. I, I really like that director. Yeah, me too. The I acting was good. phenomenal. Yeah. They did, it looked like 200, a $200 million movie that was 80 mil. Like, it was just yeah. great. It looks cool. Uh, it looks lived my in My only complaint world. is that it's such a lived in, authentic. Yeah. But to your point of seeing the beats clear as day, you can see the beats clear yeah. as day in yeah, that. yeah. Uh, which ones in particular, like all of them or like the third act ones? Right when I started noticing them away from kind of your opening image and your catalyst, which are really kind of easy to see. Yeah. Fun and games like yeah. was literally the tone changed and it was it was like the droids in Star Wars or something. And all of a sudden it was yeah. like everything got slapsticky. I was like, whoa, whoa what's what? happening? <laughs> what? This is this literally fun and games right now? It was like some action beats. But yeah, then the third act was... um. My only complaint about the third act, yeah, you could see all the beats, um, conclusion satisfying. It's just, it needed more time to breathe. Yeah. The third act, like the whole movie, the first two acts are measured and paced so deliberately. And then the third act, so much happens and so much distance is covered. Yeah. And locations change, like almost as much as the first two acts, all condensed into the third act. It just needed to breathe a little longer just a little is all. Bit. Yeah. So I think... That could have been editing. I don't know if it was scripting. You know, it feels like there was maybe 15 to 20 minutes just chopped from the chopped. thing. Yeah. But um, but still, big thumbs up, dude. Like, uh, go support new sci-fi. I'm going to try and catch that one. I mean, geez, compared to like all the Apple TV sci-fi I've been watching, it was a classic. It was like, it was yeah. very good. All right. Well, that's it. I think we're done here, right? We've done it. Yeah, that's we, it. What are we doing next? Third X, third, destroyed third X. We're going to uh, create the fourth act next. Yes, we're going to create the fourth act. Yes. <laughs> act seven. <laughs> X7. Um, it's when you repeat again. Yeah. It's, it's, yes. Well, because it's real life, because you can't. Right. It's like, you know, every time you quit change. smoking, you have to, you know, quit again. Yeah. Because you're around that friend who, you know, catalysts you into smoking again, right? <laughs> you're going out for a butt, man. You want one too? Uh, I guess so. You become the best version of yourself to slowly descend into the worst version of yourself again. <laughs> and, and just stay there because that's life. No. <laughs> We're much more positive people, I, I assure you. Uh, what do this we sounds positive to me. Yeah. Um, what are we doing? We're going to talk about archetypes, huh? Yeah, archetypes. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll see what that's all about. That's going to be the next episode. So yeah, check that out. But thanks for listening. Uh, you can go follow us on um, Instagram at Writer Syndrome Books or Writer underscore Syndrome on that Twitter thing. 
you can go to radiosyndrome.com for all the other episodes and reach out to us. Um, I think we'd really love to do interviews with people. So we're going to try and shift into yeah. doing that um, over the next couple months. So if you're a writer out there and you're listening and you want to talk to us, have us ask you questions, we'll do that. We'll talk about writing. So. Sounds good. 